Hello, and welcome to episode 98 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining me is Carlos. Yeah. On this gross, dreary day outside. You know, I have to ask a question. What is that opening music that you use? Uh, it's Rebel Rebel by David Bowie. Ah. Yes. I don't think I've ever heard that one. You had to have heard that one at least some part. Rebel I'm Rebel, it's on your dress. Rebel Rebel. No. It's one of his most famous ones, but okay. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of Bowie. Uh, <laughs> as like as, as we, oh, we'll get to our topic later on, but like it was uh, songs that we can't we hate. That I was going through like my Pandora list because thumb up, thumb down. Yeah, like one of my oldest lists has like hundreds and hundreds of like thumb down tracks, <laughs> which is probably why I gave up on that. Uh, <laughs> and actually, there's not a bunch even of, listening to it all the way through, just hitting down, down, down. Like, this is this isn't good. This isn't me. And I actually thumb down a lot of David Bowie songs. Well, that's okay. It's like I'm, so. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that, that I used that as their opening track for the first episode, and kind of whenever I haven't done a new track for an episode, I just yeah. pick that one again. All right. So it's kind of my laziness, but also it is it works really well for well, an yeah. opener for the the show. I really like the opening for the show. But uh, yes, this is episode ninety eight of Soundwave. We're two episodes away from a hundred. I don't know what we're gonna do for a big hundred bash, but we'll figure know. out something. But yeah, the weather is pretty gross out there today. I'm really exhausted from it for no reason. I just like sun. Give me the sun. Yeah, as long as it's not snow, I'm fine. That's true. I don't That's have, true. This actually feels anything. like springtime out there right now because it is pretty nice out. But like personally, I prefer fall. But yeah, yeah, it's, fall's drier. Yeah, not as wet. I don't know. What have you been up to? Not too much. Did some yard work. Went shopping. Made myself some pork chops for lunch. That was good. Nice. And yeah. by the way, I only ate pork chops. There was no vegetables in there at all. It was just <laughs> yeah. How many pounds? Pour- how many pounds did you buy altogether? Five pounds. How much did it cost it, you? It was a buck sixty nine a pound. Damn. So it was like I'm buying all this. I don't know how much pork normally costs to begin with. I, I don't remember how much. Just pork. keep saying it was a really good deal. Well, it was a good deal. Oh, okay. Like I that's a <laughs> lot. Like that's a lot of meat for like uh, the other day. I was like, I really need to fry something, and I, I was just at Quick Trip. Was like. They didn't have anything on special, so I was like, I would just get a steak for like it was like seven and a half dollars mm-hmm. for a pound. It's like, which is a lot. That is a lot, yeah. Compared to a buck sixty nine, I have enough pork. I have pork chops for days, <laughs> at least five days. Yeah, if you eat a pork chop a day, a maybe pound two, of pork a day, maybe four days or three days if I eat multiple pork. We just chops. lost all the Jewish listeners. No, that's. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think they care if other people eat. Pork. No, I don't think so either. But yeah. Or at least uh, if, they, if they do care, that's news to me. That is news to me, too, actually. Uh, yeah, what have I been up to? Uh, I've been watching the shit out of Orphan Black. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. I saw the first episode and I enjoyed it. God, it's the, I, I'm already almost done with season two. Like It took me like three days. But uh, yeah, it's basically this girl comes back to town to get her daughter that she left with some lady. And then it turns out... That she looks down the train platform and it's a lady that looks just like her and she walks in in front of a train. And then basically she takes that life and finds out there's a bunch of clones everywhere and she's got to figure out what the fuck's going on. It was really good. And it's like uh, her acting is just constantly praised because she plays so many different characters. I I went around the Mall of America and I went into Hot Topic like I usually do and don't buy anything because I don't that scene doesn't fit me anymore but i like to see a hot topic change but i see orphan black shit everywhere in there and then like that's my discerning point where like no i'm never gonna watch that fucking show if there's there's this much shit but yeah i finally turned it on and she definitely should have won the golden globe because what there's a girl from russia there's a girl from uh germany there's a she's dressed up as a boy in one of the episodes so like each one of these she acts out every single one of these characters and it's like 3d they put it together and everything and 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's amazing, acting. actually. It's absolutely amazing and very impressive. Yeah, they have done a great job with that show. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to, actually. I, I'm halfway through watching the new season of Daredevil. Oh, yeah. It's a blast. Is it a blast? Watching the, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, uh, but he, the new person playing Punisher. Fantastic. He just oh, he's knocks the, it out of the park. Yeah, he's from The Walking think, Dead. Yeah, they're thinking of making an actual series out of that, too. I hope so, just because he does, he really did a great when job. I was looking through music news or whatever, and I saw a picture of him next to like the cartoon yeah. of Punisher. I'm like, that would actually be a perfect match for that that one, I think. Yeah, it was a little weird. Like, at first, like when they announced the cast, I was like, that's an interesting choice, because like, I'm used to seeing like some of the moving, movie casting for it, and the movie casting's not always good. But he knocked it out of the park. Oh, the acting was fantastic Sweet. so far. Yeah. No, yeah, I think I'd be interested in watching a Punisher series if he was in it for sure. Yeah. And like there's I, there's like a set up so like it's basically just him and Daredevil on a roof talking. Yeah. Daredevil all tied up in chains and it's just fantastic. Just a uh, hmm. interesting. Yeah. Uh, music-wise, I have been listening to a few things. I just found this today, one of my favorite bands Night Moves. They're from Minneapolis. They came out with a new album. It's called Penny Days and it came out uh, Friday, I think it was, or something like that. Uh, this one song is one of their singles from it. It's called Carl Sagan, which I thought was kind of funny. Carl yeah. Sagan, isn't he the Cosmos guy? Yeah, the original Cosmos yeah. guy. I know, I like the feel of their sound. It's kind of like airy and light, but really deep. And uh, this other song is Border on Border. Yeah, that band's called Night Moves, and they're from Minneapolis. That's their second album. You see, when there. you said the name, I thought I was thinking of the song. Night yeah, Moves Night Moves from... by Bob Seger. Yeah, yeah, when you try and search Night Moves on Google, it doesn't work very well because you'll just get a bunch of Bob Seger. That's a good song. Yeah, I know. I I like them a lot. Their first album's freaking awesome t- from start to finish. So I just bought this today, and I have to listen to it when I get home. But those are two that stood out for me. And then also, I was listening to the Current the other day, and they played this band called the Water Boys, which I've never heard before, and. uh they're from, I think this song came out in 1983 or so. It's called This Is The Sea. And it's kind of just a, it's a seven minute long ballad that kind of keeps building on itself. But uh, yeah, I like this one a lot. Is the sea. 
Yeah, I heard that song, and then I immediately emailed. I never do this, but I emailed uh, Mary Lucia, the DJ on The Current, and they're really awesome. They get email you right back and stuff, and I told her how much I love that song, and then I also thanked her for uh, the day David Bowie died when she came on the radio because that was one of the best things ever, and she, yeah, it was one of the coolest responses I ever got back. So yeah, thank you, Mary Lucia. That was awesome to hear back from you. What, what okay, I forgot. You, I'm sure you brought it up. Like what she did on the. the, the- uh, basically that it, she comes on at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So I was just driving around aimlessly that day, listening to Bowie and stuff. And then I'm like, oh shit, Mary Lucia is gonna come on. And uh, immediately when she came on, it was just like she had tears in her eyes, and she was like, "We'll get through this together." Like talking to everybody, but it felt like she was just talking to you singularly. And yeah, it it was really awesome. Choked up and. She just played from they each each DJ played a decade of David Bowie, like what for their entire segment and stuff. So yeah, that was really cool. Uh, and then this is the other Waterboys song that I found because I downloaded everything they had after I heard them. Uh, this one's called Fisherman Blues. feels really scottish or something i don't know i don't know if they're doing anything nowadays but yeah that's from the 80s water boys what you got uh i've been listening well i i talked last week uh, i brought up uh what was the name of uh it was the the name of the band it was uh astronautalist and i had listened to their song of uh oh shit uh the river of the woods and i enjoyed that song Mm -hmm. so i listened to a couple other stuff some of the stuff's all right some of it's like i could care less about oh okay uh, so I listened to uh, there's another thing. Uh, I, uh, it was uh, they have an upcoming album uh, in a couple months called Running Away from God, and uh, that the uh, the uh, title song seems to be pretty good. But I also got around to listening to uh, finally got around to listening to some more of uh, Florence and the Machines' uh, latest album, uh, How Big How Beautiful. And I, I I've been enjoying it so far. Like, yeah, granted, that, like Delilah is my favorite one off it so far. The uh, what's cool about her latest album is. It sounds more like a full band. Like, she's always had a full band behind her, but it was more about the vocals and stringed and harp and stuff. But this whole album, like, it actually feels like a kind of, like, 1960s rock band altogether or something. You can hear everything. It feels a lot bigger. And, yeah. No, but Delilah I, is fucking awesome. I've, I've liked some of her, her earlier stuff, too. And uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. that Her first album is what got me onto her. And, yeah, ever since then, I've been really intrigued with what she brings out. But, but like, I, it was, uh, like, about an hour before the show, and... uh I was like, I was like halfway through the album, and like, I, or I hit Delilah, and I was about, I was like, I was thinking, you know, th- this song reminds me of something, and I, I was trying, th- so I was just, cr- just trying to g- dig through my mind, what was the song reminding me of? It was, uh, for some reason, actually, I listened to the, what it was reminding me of, and it, it's not similar, like too <laughs> similar not at all. Similar. Well, there's okay. a, a song from Meg Myers called Adelaide from. Uh, okay, it's I'm not. Probably, it's not sorry. It's Adelaide. Oh, oh that's uh, Adelaide is from one of her older albums. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was like, oh, well, let's check Amazon. I haven't checked Meg Myers for a while. Yeah. And she had an uh, album that came out end of last year called uh, Sorry. Okay. So uh, this is the uh, uh, this is the song, Sorry, from the album. Okay. I had Florence queued up. <laughs> well, we can go back to that one, but yeah. All right. Meg Myers and uh, Sorry. Sorry that I lost my love. 
I gotta hear Adelaide too. I can hear how you think it kind of yeah. sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, and then this would be Delilah yeah. by Florence and the Machine uh, for How Big, How Beautiful. How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful new album. excited to go to that show I'm oh going. you're going to that show yeah i'm going to it with my mom actually <laughs> she's obsessed with florence and the machine which is kind of cool so uh we'll yeah, have a good time uh, that song right there I, I wouldn't change anything like that's just really really good yeah and it starts out really slow oh, and yeah. somber doesn't it and then it just picks up she does, she does a really good job with like yeah. uh tempo changes and weird stuff uh, in i like how it builds up to yeah that. yeah florence the machine you are cool all right, and like before we uh, get to our uh, actual our, our to- the discussion topic, I had to like take breaks while putting my topic together. Just I needed, I couldn't just keep watching YouTube videos of like our topic of just you'll bring you bring it up, but like I just need breaks for it. Yeah. So I ended up uh, watching some uh, cl- some eighties music videos that weren't uh, <laughs> bad. So uh, I watched uh, a couple of Queen ones. One of the ones that I really liked was uh, Radio Gaga from Queen. I, I like that song a lot. Yeah, now that you've mentioned uh, the Metropolis, yeah, yeah. I, I I tried to watch the Giorgio Moroto version of Metropolis because basically Metropolis is a silent film from the 1920s that's like three hours long, and uh, in the 80s he brought it out again to the younger generation. Only he used like weird colored filters throughout the whole thing, and then put an 80s soundtrack to it. I may be Radio wrong, Gaga but I think was. that's like the first sci-fi film. I could be wrong though. Could be wrong, but you'd be damn close about that yeah. one. And well, after that, like I was like, oh, here's all, like there's all the recommendations. Like, so I watched uh, some Blondie songs. Yep, I like Blondie. Yeah, uh, Heart of Glass uh, was the one of the ones I re- I listened to. I, I've wa- watched uh, listened to her songs before, of course. Yeah, I've like never watched any reviews videos though. So now that you say that, I don't think I've watched many of her music videos either. So like that was a good one. Then I watched some. Oh God, how do I pronounce this? Eurythmics. Eurythmics. I watched Sweet Dreams. Yep. That would be uh, Annie Lennox's band. Yeah. Yep. The she, she was very attractive. Yes, she was. She was. With her, with her like, short Even with her pixie her. haircut. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about her nowadays, but she still sounds freaking awesome yeah. nowadays. But oh, she, is she still performing? Oh, yeah. She performs solo nowadays, but yeah. And I uh, found out that that wasn't the only song they did that was good. Like uh, There was a couple uh, other ones that are were actually popular. Mm-hmm. It's just that Sweet Dreams is the only one I ever think of mm-hmm. when uh, I hear the name. So. Yeah. The... Uh, but that, those were the ones I watched to try to take a break from building this list. Yeah, up. yeah, you had to take a break from our our, our list. <laughs> but first, we got to go to the music news. Yeah. All right, what do I got this week?
All right. Radiohead has announced a small world tour and festival circuit. The headlining shows all sold out very quickly as the band revealed on Twitter each of the dates. Uh, They also reminded fans to be careful when purchasing tickets off secondary markets, as not all participating venues will accept resold tickets. I really like what they're doing here. I don't know if it's the right way to do it, but uh, we have to figure out how to get these scalpers to stop buying out all the tickets, so we have to pay ungodly prices to see these guys. But uh, Radiohead took to Twitter and they said, All headlining shows are sold out. Uh, Despite strict rules, tickets inevitably will find their way into secondary ticketing sites. Uh, If you're thinking of buying tickets from secondary sites, please, please carefully check the original rules of the venue concern. Um, Many of the tickets will not will be named and be uh, you have to show your ID to get in with the actual ticket. Uh, You are at risk of being refused entry to the venue. We hope you all understand that we put such measures in place to give fans more of a chance to go to the shows. So I think that's a cool that's idea, a idea to start doing something like that. Like I think uh, I don't know maybe they should have given like a so that had warnings like a, maybe a couple weeks in advance before they started announcing the shows just because I'm sure these shows are already bought out. Oh yeah, people oh, are yeah. already going to be buying from the scalpers. They they all sold out within hours, yeah. if, if if even hours. I don't know, it's amazing how big Radiohead is. But I know we have to figure out some way to stop yeah. all these scalpers because it's the most annoying thing ever. Um, especially because when it comes down to it, like they do all these things, like I'm not a robot, but like when I was trying to buy Paul McCartney tickets, I could have six windows open and type "I'm not a robot" into each one of those, and each one searching for tickets. Paste, so. copy, paste, copy, paste. I know, Just right? Like Control V. You ha- and then like these offices, what they have thirty people designated to one event, then they get all those tickets all at once. You know, it does. It's all stupid. I don't know. It's got to be a way to fix it. Yeah. Uh, gunshots were fired in the middle of South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas. Uh, I think it was last week or the week before. Uh, according to the Austin Police Department, rounds were fired into the air at an intersection of 6th Street and Trinity. No injuries were reported, but according to USA Today, several pops sent people running and screaming. Uh, the suspect, Rondarius Spicer, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but all right. It sounds like a alias yeah was uh taken into custody and the gun was recovered by police he is being charged with a misdemeanor of weapons charged and uh he is also facing additional felony charge for deadly conduct so wait where is this uh south by southwest in austin texas so it happened in texas yeah so i shouldn't be surprised that happens south by southwest is one festival i've always wanted to go to basically the whole city of austin just turns into a music festival and every venue has like surprise acts all night long like prince was on there last year just randomly showed up and hey i'm playing a show tickets are on sale right now as you get to the door like that's really cool yeah so that's one of the biggest ones for like new acts and emerging acts and like all these unsigned people go there and try and get signed and stuff so it's supposed to be a good time uh the go-go's of all bands have announced their uh farewell tour they'll be accompanied by best coast uh they aren't coming to the cities i don't know if i'd go but uh, they said after a 38-year run, we are gearing up for one blast of a one last blast of a summer tour. Uh, we feel so lucky and grateful to have incredible support for our fa- from our fans for so long. They're the ones saying we got the beat, we got the beat. Yeah, yeah. yep. I'm I'm sure I've heard that song. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Go-Go's are leaving us. Uh, the sales of vinyl albums in the U.S. brought more money. To the record industry uh, than actual like YouTube and Spotify did last year. Really? Yep. 
Uh, vinyl and EP sales rose 32% in 2015 to make uh, $416 million, their highest level since 1988. I'll admit, there was a time or two I thought about buying a record, even though I don't have a record player. Yeah, right. Because it's <laughs> just, just so cool. Like, it is. Just this gigantic fucking box with, I know. with, uh, with a giant disc in there. Like, it's awesome. And I, I grew up, like, <laughs> I grew up, I had, like, a, I had a record, like, one, a smaller, like, like, a record player, too, like, mm-hmm. a, a smaller portable one. Like the 45 one, or can you, could you fit actual size? You probably, yeah, I think you could fit actual size ones on there, but it was, like, a nice portable one. Like nice. A, I'm sure it didn't have the best speakers or quality or anything like that, but. It, Still? Yeah, it was, it was a nice one. Uh, so, record sales made uh, $416 million dollars. But that's still just a frax- fraction to the estimated $7 billion industry that the record industry is. Uh, On-demand and ad-supported streaming made about $385 million. That's actually not that much Mm-mm. at all. Well, yeah, and then we were talking about before the yeah. show, like, uh, he, Carlos asked, well, how much money does, like, Amazon Prime give artists and stuff? And we looked it up. It's about 0.05 cent. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... When you think about it, it's just fractions of pennies yeah. that go to artists. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, and like, granted, I think the Amazon the way I don't know how Spotify works because I've never used it, but I know uh, that's better than Pandora. You, I think yeah. just because Pandora is like completely random. And like with Amazon, like I'll just get a whole album, I'll just put it on a repeat, and I'll just mm-hmm. have that playing. Then, so the yeah, you are giving point zero five cents per multiple track time, yeah. multiple times if you're listening to that album over and over. Which again. still is. Never going to add up to the album. Price. I don't know how Spotify works. I think you. I think it's like Pandora, where you can play a certain amount of songs that you want to hear, but then yeah. you have to listen to other ones in between it or something. But then you can also do the ad-free one, where you can play whatever the fuck you want. And then also SoundCloud just made a uh, subscri- subscription service too, and I didn't realize they have 125 million tracks on there. Wow. Whereas, like, iTunes and Amazon, I guess, only have 30 million or something like that. Well, I know Amazon. I figured, like, since, like, my Amazon Prime was, like, covering all sorts of things, I figured that yeah. music wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I usually use Pandora. I have an <laughs> Amazon subscription, which I use not for music generally, mm-hmm. but uh, then I have Pandora subscription because I need that streaming music. How much does time. Pandora cost a month? I think it's, like, seven, six oh, or seven dollars. Yeah. And that's still, can you listen on to whatever you want on there? On top of Netflix and Hulu and yeah. all that other stuff, so... Right. No, I can't listen to whatever I want though. But it's very good about setting up stations, except for that whole. Uh, Especially if you've been listening to this for how many years now, so it pretty much knows your. Well, taste I have too. different. Al- I set up albums, yep. that are like uh, playlists. Uh, sometimes I'll go back to certain playlists. Sometimes I'll avoid playlists forever, and I'll like I'll find because I'll go back and find out that I had like a, over a hundred downplayed songs before I stopped listening to the. Uh, probably because I got tired of just uh, <laughs> thumbing down. Meanwhile, I listened to uh, today's alternative is one of the lists I usually listen to, uh, and that one it, I'm generally uh, I only have like I've been listening to that one for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, maybe thirty songs thumbed down total. But otherwise, I like the rest. Oh, of no, there's a lot of thumbed up songs, and because you know, thumbs up and thumbs down will change how yeah that seed stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the algorithm to what goes with that song and what, yeah. But it gets a little weird though when it plays things that aren't from today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to today's alternative. What the hell is this? And then, or then all of a sudden, like some certain songs would just not be played anymore, mm-hmm. which is, it would be like too bad. But oh well. Um, Paul McCartney has joined the cast of Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales the forthcoming entry to Disney's blockbuster action franchise. According to Deadline, McCartney is an is a extra big set piece scene. I don't know what that means. 
Uh, it also starred Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, Jeffrey Rush, and Javier Bardem, among others. So, yeah, Keith Richards was in one of the past yeah, yeah, ones. Now we got Paul McCartney in this one. Interest. I don't know. Paul McCartney doesn't seem like he'd make a good pirate. Yeah, I don't generally don't picture him as like an actor at no. all. So whereas like Keith Richards is already a pirate, basically. You just have to look at that face. Whereas Paul I McCartney, would be surprised. On the if, other I would hand, be surprised if Keith Richards just went with the grocery store like that. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, does. Have you? You've never seen him out in public. He he always has bandanas hanging everywhere yeah, yeah. and your giant rings and shit. Yep. Just put the hat on him, and it's just like the movie. Yeah. Uh, fans attending the Smashing Pumpkin show at the theater at Ace Hotel in Los Angeles were treated to a surprise. Uh, Billy Corgan took the stage with founding guitarist uh, James Eha for the first time since the band's breakup in 2000. They performed songs from 1993's Siamir's Dream, and during the set, drummer Jimmy, J- Jimmy Chamberlain joined them too, making it all the original Smashing Pumpkin members except for Darcy uh, that were performing together for the first time since 2000. I think that's pretty cool. I don't think it means anything, but yeah. I haven't listened to Smashing Pumpkins for a while. I think I that that was they're doing an acoustic tour right now of just some of the early stuff or something. So I don't know. James showed up. Uh, then finally, the David Bowie tribute show featuring performances from the Pixies, Blondie, Michael Stipe, uh, the Flaming Lips, and more will be streamed live to fans unable to attend the New York shows. Uh, who's uh who's the concert was that the david bowie tribute that they've been talking to since talking about since he died and who do they have on that one uh what'd you say who do we have uh, on that one uh Uh, we got the michael stipe from rem uh the pixies blondie uh the flaming lips and i think mumford and sons is also there that's gotta be a hell of a show yeah it's at carnegie hall and then radio city music hall and the radio city music hall is going to be uh streamed so people can see it uh, those watching will be asked for a donation to one of the artists. They have like a bunch of charities down below for different things, and they what, just ask you to donate. What day is that going to be on? Because Friday. What this Friday? This Friday. I am going to make a note because I do not want to. I got to watch that. Yeah, actually. I, I, it's because what's really weird about this is, uh, it was a tribute, which is now a memorial, basically, because they announced all the acts the day David Bowie died, oh, and yeah. David Bowie was supposed to be there with everybody. So now it turned into a tribute show or a memoriam, and like everybody, they asked a whole bunch of different artists to be there too. So. Yeah, this is something I'm gonna definitely want to see. So, so yes, that will be this Friday, April first, and uh, yeah, I don't know how much you have to donate. I'm hoping it's whatever you want, but yeah, just the website is uh, themusicofdavidbowie.com. Right. Themusicofdavidbowie.com. Adding it right to my calendar. Woo! So yeah, I'm excited about that. Feel sorry for anybody who is listening to our uh, podcast in the future because uh, they may have missed it. What? Uh, they may have missed the tribute completely. Oh right, right, right. Because it's tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow. Hopefully, there'll be some way that you can like uh, get a recording of it somehow. No, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be. It has to be. You have to. I hope so. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, yes. <laughs> uh. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly theme. Uh, this week, we chose songs that we just hate. 
Uh, I actually found this a lot harder than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Because uh, I kept thinking about, well, I don't actually hate this song, but it's really annoying. But uh, I, I think I did all right. I don't know. How do you think you did? Well, I, I for some of these, I, I chose them because like they're kind of catchy, but it's the fact that there's the horribleness sitting with them. <laughs> right. That, so that just makes it even that much worse. That worse. Uh, what's kind of funny is like uh, when we did the last show and we announced this, the next day looked in the paper and the Pioneer Press was doing the worst songs ever made. And then you also said the USA Today was doing something about it too, didn't you? Or were you just talking about uh, the Pioneer I, I Press? I, I don't think I said anything about that. I thought you did. We talked about it like the next day or something, or you sent me a text. No, it might have been uh, might have been Zach or somebody. Oh, it could have been Zach yeah. actually. Yeah, I don't know. That's not does not sound like something I would do. I don't remember sending a text about music. But yeah, so right, it the Pioneer Press was doing it like the uh, what do you call it? The March Madness for yeah. for uh, basketball, and uh, you go online and vote. And right now it is down to the Captain and Tennille's Muskra- Muskrat Love, yeah. and uh, Cisco's the Thong Song. I went on there and voted for Muskrat Love, but uh, cause thong songs were uh, any of your songs on on this uh tree at all? Uh, yes, uh, they were. Yeah. I changed some around after I was doing a little digging and stuff. Cause I initially went there to look at it and I was like, yeah, that one's pretty. B- oh, that one's that one's pretty bad. But then I went on my own journey and and found what I wanted to hear. But Carlos, uh, you can you can start right. it out. Like, oh, when I was making this, there's a couple songs I was like. You know, I'm just gonna. I should, uh, like, cause I remembered like not liking it. And then I would, I went back and like listened to it. And was like, you know, this is actually pretty good. All right. So like, I like a uh, rap god from Eminem. I was like listening to that. I was like, you know, this isn't bad. I actually kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I like. There's a shit ton of words in that one. Yes, there are. That is and a he, nonstop. And I won't lie, he does a fantastic job. I'm pretty sure that one he freestyled the whole thing. Like it's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally. insane. So you were going to choose that one? And then I, I was like, I was like, I, I'm going to give it a listen to because like, I saw those thumb down. I remembered like not liking it. Ah, uh, okay. And I was, you know, I changed my mind about that one. I, I don't change my mind about a bunch of his stuff though, but like mm-hmm. it's really hit or miss most of the time. But I'm going to start off with the one that I've brought it up multiple times. It was clearly going to be on here. Karma Chameleon from the Culture Club, bringing back Mississippi, 1860. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yep, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. And it, you know, it's, it's somehow is in that right that right zone where it's also catchy. It is, and that's terrible that it's catchy. And uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's not as bad as I seem to think it is. But no, I it's just bad. it's I don't know. It's I, bad. I just can't. Stand it comes it on at the bar, and everybody in the bar is like, "Who the fuck played this?" <laughs> so it's it's pretty. I'm bad. glad I'm not alone. No, you're not alone on that one. Uh, my first one. For some reason, ever since I was growing up, this song just gave me an uneasy feeling, and I just don't like it. Uh, It's catchy. It is, but it's so annoying. Uh, It is Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now. For some reason, I do not like it whatsoever. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. 
I haven't heard this for ages. I can see all obstacles in my way. Probably get a lot of flack for not hating this song, but. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Yep, I don't know, for some reason I hate See, that song. See, I, I, I actually like it, but yeah. that, that, the reason is, though, because I have memories, because, like, uh, one of the places I used to live growing up, like, when I was, like, in, oh, first grade, kindergarten, first grade. Uh, was Colorado mm-hmm. and like col- the weather there in Colorado can be a little weird. Like yes. oh, 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 like be oh, like you have the sp- the spring showers. Like it would be sunny and like it would be raining, and that song would every once in a while pop up on the bus. Like I remember, like one time, like and it was actually doing this the sun shower in the middle of this. Oh, that's a nice combination. Like yeah, <laughs> so like I, that's now what I think of like when I hear the song. Yeah, so. I don't I don't know what it is. Something from my past just makes me not like that song. I don't know what it is. I have worst reasons for some songs I hate. Anyways, <laughs> what you got? <laughs> uh, my next one is uh, <coughs> it's "Welcome to the Jungle" from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, this is middle school all over again, right here. Once again, like it's it's kind of a fun song, uh, kind of. But the thing is, first of all, Guns N' Roses, all their songs sound the fucking same to me. Yep, same all here. Of them. Same here. So on top of that, though, uh, one of the there was a game that uh, came out like uh, probably in high school, uh, I, or maybe it was middle school. It was a, co- a combination of the two, maybe. Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, that was that was later high school. Yeah, well, yeah, it was high school, I guess. So in that one. You, it's massive map, Grand Theft Auto game, drive around. It's a long, long game. There, and like there's radio stations, and that song played over and over and over again. So now at this point, I can't fucking stand the song. <laughs> Why I didn't you just change the channel in your car? I did, but I'm sure that there's like a couple good songs in that one, uh, like fake uh, st- uh, new radio. So station. then, but then every time and that they one comes up, these Grand, Th- these Grand Theft Auto games never have like enough of a playlist. It's true. The, so what? Every time got, that song came up, you just hit triangle and flew out of your car. Eventually, uh, <laughs> eventually, I think I tried to just change to other things. Yeah, yeah. Like I, there's like half the stations were rap stations. So yeah, was, you were playing. It's San, I never played San Andreas. I stopped at Vice City, and I think Vice City would have been sophomore year, and then yeah, junior, senior year. Like was, San Andreas was a fun game, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. There were some good songs on those lists. On well, in most Grand Theft Auto games, they have some good songs. Uh, my next one has to be one of the worst songs ever made. Uh, I'll let it speak for itself. Uh, 
alegría Macarena, que tu cuerpo pa' dar la alegría y cosa buena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría Macarena, eh Macarena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría Macarena, que tu cuerpo pa' dar la alegría y cosa buena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría Macarena, eh Macarena. Yep. Yeah, fuck that song. <laughs> and that stupid dance for it, too. Yep. Like, the whole arm thing. And that uh, actually makes me... Uh, uh, that reminds me of another song that I was going to put on my list, but I ended up taking off, uh, was uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. Oh, yes. That also had the stupid dance Bangles. for it and everything. And uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense, because they didn't walk like that. That was just the art. Nobody the, uh, <laughs> walks like that. The, uh, the... In this song... Yeah. Did you ever play, uh, I think it was Streets of Rage? It was on the Sega Genesis. I had to have at some point in time. Every time you die, or no, every time you came from the ceiling, that's when like, you die and you come back. It does like, ah! and comes down, or else it was when you killed one of the guys in there. Did you yell Macarena every time? No, I did not yell Macarena, but I just, uh, ah! it just reminded <laughs> me of that every time I hear that. What you got? Uh, <laughs> yeah. My next <laughs> my next one is uh, Wiggle. Uh, with uh, from Jason Dorello uh, featuring uh, Snoop Dogg. Obviously, Carlos doesn't listen to this kind of music too often. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yes, the wiggle. Oh God. Hot damn it! Your booty like two planets. Go ahead and go ham sandwich. That might be the most bass I've heard in our headphones in, yeah. in quite a while. You know, the thing is, it's catchy. All right, once again, it's nice and catchy. Um, it's fun. You know, really, there shouldn't be a reason I should hate this. Well, besides the fact that it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, I think one of the biggest reasons is uh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Really? Yeah. Your, your yeah. lines are wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And the same with, like, show me how to dougie. Show me, show me how to dougie. Like, all those fucking kind of songs. And, like, granted, it helps that, like, Clearly, this is not a serious song. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, and then like whenever that's one of those when it comes onto the bar, I'm just like, come on. And then my how I picked my songs kind of coincided perfectly with this because this song comes on at the bar all the fucking time, and I just want to just tear that jukebox out of the wall because people love this fucking song. It's called "Bitch Better Have My Money" by Rihanna. <laughs> Don't get the point. I yeah. don't get the point. I've never heard the song before. You've never heard that song. Yeah, You're I, lucky. Yeah, so far I don't really get the, the point. And she just says, bitch better have my money over and over and over again. And well, it's I guess getting... she better have their fucking money then. I mean, like, what? how did, Rihanna, why did you get so angry? I don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, like that, when that song first started playing at the bar, I was just immediately like, I don't understand yeah. what I don't, yep. So, uh, I my next of... song is a cover of the of a classic The Who song. Mm-hmm. Is it The Who or is it just Who? 
Either way. All right. Uh, their song, Behind Blue Eyes, performed by Limp Biscuit. I personally kind of like this song, but that's okay. I have my reasons. <laughs> Yeah, that music video ruins the song. That's I, did, for sure. I didn't watch the music video. I had the <laughs> one with the lyrics up. So I don't. I, I kind of want you to jump ahead a little bit because there's a part in that where he, he dropped. All right, he drops the bridge of the song. It, the, it ends up like the the original version ends with like it kind of changes the thing up. Like there's like all these other lines. That would that be. You, and, but uh, he has this uh, bit where he, instead he goes discover L I M P. Oh, say it. Yeah, discover. They're really. That's what you're gonna you're gonna. Isn't that start. how he ends the song or no, whatever? It's uh, I think it's like there are some more. Here, more let me find it. So like the song is it's a great cover, yeah. except for the fact that it drops the ending of the original, which I really enjoy, like how it changes the, the tune and like how it becomes a little bit more energetic. Mm-hmm. It drops that, which is all right. I can understand that because uh, but it, he adds himself into the song. Yeah, really, you're gonna be a <laughs> fucking douchebag like that. He is a douchebag though. Fred, yeah, Fred I know, Durst. but still. Still, to do that. Can't expect a, a lot from Limp Biscuit. That's a low blow. <laughs> All right. Because, you know, otherwise, it's a good good cover. No, yeah, I, I I enjoy it. And now that I watch this music video, I don't enjoy it as much. And <laughs> now, now that you brought up your things, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd never even paid attention to that, actually. But Because, no, like, I've never paid attention to it until, like, I had li- I, on one of my uh, classic radio stations, it was, uh, I heard the original, like, this is great. Mm-hmm. This is, so, you know, I, I kind of want to hear the, the other one again. And so I listened to it, like, this is not right. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. But over, overall, I think that's a decent cover. And the yeah. other one that I think does a good cover of uh, The Who would be uh, Pearl Jams, and they do Rain Over Me. They do a really good job of I that one, I'll too. have to listen to that one, then. Uh, my next one, I don't mind the, 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 what do you call them, the verses so much to this song, but once this chorus starts going, it I just want to tear my ears off. It's uh, Hey Soul Sister by Train. Especially how he looks in this music video.
Yeah, I don't mind the verses so much, but that that Hey Soul Sister, everything about that. Yeah. Give me drops of Jupiter any day. Yeah. I like them better. And that on that song's just been played way too many times. That on the could radio. be what it is too. Yeah, like uh, I I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I generally just ignore it or mm-hmm. I'll switch stations off to something else. Yeah, I don't really hate it. It's just that I'm just I'm well, done over. With it. It. Yeah, done with it. it. But yeah, that their drops of Jupiter song. That's a really fucking yeah, good that, song. That's a good one. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> your next one, Carlos. <laughs> so this is not, I did not know that this was going to be on there, yeah. the, uh, the uh, list over there. But this, I have a, mine's from a different band, though. Uh, I have the original Muscat, Muskrat Love from the band America. Muskrat is such a weird word to say. When you yeah. when you read it, it's easy to say, but when I'm, you're trying I'm to think of it. I it a couple of times because <laughs> I, I put a C in there instead of a K. <laughs> Because you never spell muskrat. So what, what is the story behind muskrat love? So I, I was like looking at the Wikipedia page, and apparently it's about anthropomorphic muskrats. Like, I thought, all right, maybe they're just comparing themselves to, like, uh, they're, they're like a lover's morning, like just the, a morning, like, yeah, bake, like frying uh, bacon. the age of Aquarius like, they're just, stuff. They're just deciding to compare themselves to muskrats for some reason. Mm-hmm. But no, it's actually anthropomorphic muskrats. Just because you chose that song too, you got to hear the other Muskrat love yeah. too. Captain and Tennille. Yeah. And Tennille. That I was looking up and uh, they uh, chose. They listened to the song on the radio. I was like, "This is a weird." They song. even have two Muskrats on top of their piano for this oh, one. God. They kind of chose this song to do a cover up as a joke. Or Sam is so skinny. <laughs> they have muskrats coming down on the screen. <laughs> Dancing on her shoulders. I will admit, we'll see to this one. The American version is better. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. This is much more cheesy. Oh, dancing on his head. Muskrat love. And like, you know... Although, if it wasn't for the fact that, like, they keep bringing up musk, I don't, you know, if I'm listening to, like, a, a love song, I don't want to hear about fucking muskrat's love, right? <laughs> it's true. Like, it's if so they, true. If, they, if the original version had no muskrats mentioned at all, you know, it would actually be a good love song, all right? But no, no, it's got, they're talking about muskrat's love. I don't, I don't want to hear about some animal planet shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my final one is, uh, so I, I I enjoyed some of his songs quite a bit, uh, but once he starts rapping slash singing, then it's the worst song ever made. So this is uh, Pitbull. I'm sure you've heard of Pitbull yeah. or else heard the name before. He's like a Latin American rapper. And uh, 
he knows how to make a dance song, that's for sure, a club song. And I do like this song with Kesha called Timber, but once he starts singing, it's all just shit. So, here you go. Oh, Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nah, it's just me and a damn thing changed. Living hotels, swing on planes. Blessed to say, money ain't a thing. Club jumping like LeBron now. Bowl it, order me another round. Homie, we about to clown. Why? Because it's about to go down. Swing your partner round and round. If it was just a Kesha song, I'd like it, but uh, Pitbull ruins everything See, for I, me. I enjoy that song, so I'm just kind of curious, like, what about his like little rap part, like, ruins it for me? That I couldn't you. find a perfect example of it because normally he's just in yeah. the middle of a song yelling "Mr. Worldwide" or "Shots" or yeah. some other bullshit like that. But yeah, he he always just ruins a song for me. I don't oh. know. And I, then I, there's I, the fireball that comes on at Emma's all the time that I just want to. Like, granted, like I think it'd be better without him, like. Uh, the world would be better without Maybe people. if, like, Kesha had her own other verse in there besides uh, what she keeps repeating. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she just keeps saying that over and So over I kind of wish that there over. was a version with just Kesha. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I actually overall like that song, so... Timber, yeah. But I, I can see where you're coming from, like, mm-hmm. just not liking it. Because there's songs, like, that would be better with... That, that, Mr. Uh, Worldwide! Without the guests. Uh... And then uh, this this song, I think I should close out the show with because uh, it's voted number one worst in a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, it's a uh, Paul Anka, and it's uh, having my baby. I just gotta find the right one. What the one. fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's called having my baby. Paul, where are you? Paul? But yeah, I noticed that with like a lot of my songs, I chose. I was cho- like not just. I, I wasn't choosing the ones that were just completely un like unlikable for me, just because the fact that. You know, if it's, I assume that if it's like that, that's just because I'm just not the target at all mm-hmm. for that. It's true that that comes down to it a lot, but I think we had a pretty fair exchange yeah. over every single genre here. Maybe, well, I was going to put Achy Breaky Heart, and that would have been a country one in there, but yeah. like I, I just chose ones that were like I could enjoy if it wasn't the fact that I found something about it just irre- irredeemable, mm-hmm. just something I just could not stand, mm-hmm. which would be me yeah. and Pitbull. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on this show. Uh, here is You're Having My Baby featuring Olivia uh, Coates, and it's by Paul Anka. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every Thursday. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop, not stop laughing with this in the background. What's your theme for the next show, B. Carlos? That's a good question. I was thinking like montages, but you know we've already done that one, I think, or at least you've done that. I think our last week's one or uh, two weeks ago one was pretty similar. So like, I'm pretty sure I chose my whole list off of wouldn't work in a montage. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Spring fever. See, I, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe we could do. Uh, Music from uh, movie trailers that like are really good. Ooh, I like that. Music from movie trailers. Okay, that will be our theme for the next show. Music from new movie trailers. 
Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave or other shows, you should help support us at the bottom of Blind Ninja Studios. <laughs> BlindNinjaStudios.com uh, click, You're having my baby uh, Click on Patreon and sign up <laughs> she, She's just agreeing <laughs> to this baby right now She's just loving that she's pregnant Going through her Didn't have to keep it Wouldn't put you through it <laughs> You could have swept it Far better song than this one. <laughs> about about uh oh god, what was it called? Like where it's kind of like the same theme. Like oh, I'm having a son. Uh, I'm trying to think what it was. Uh, fuck. Like there's like another like a just ju- where it's like just like same exact theme. <laughs> like uh, how they're just happy that they're gonna have a kid. And I don't know. I'm trying to like I can't believe I don't remember this. Damn it. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm happy I got to listen to that all the way through. But I didn't get to close out the show yet. Uh, if you just <laughs> can't get enough of Soundwave or other shows, you should help support us at the, blind news, at the bottom of blindnewsviews.com. Ooh, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to click, go by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link. Uh, do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon just kicks a little money towards us, and it doesn't cost you anything else. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsviews.com, or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. Yeah. It's weird not having music right now. Yeah. Do you have the, the regular cl- uh, closing out music? Yeah, I do, but that's like seven minutes long. I don't well, know we, if we, we need seven we minutes We don't long. have to play the whole seven minutes. Okay, one second. <laughs> one second. Here it comes. Here it comes. Nope, that's the weekly theme. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There, it's like it's normal closeout. There we go. See you in two weeks. <laughs>